Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the ages success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert. Hey, this is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to this session of the MLMSuccess.com podcast. This will be the first of a few sessions that we're going to be doing called MLM Magic Spells. MLM Magic Spells. Uh, this will be the first spell we'll do, like I said, maybe four, five, six of these. I haven't really decided yet. And say, Dale, what the heck are you talking about? What do you mean magic spells? I, I believe that in today's environment, we've got access to so much information. And most people go through the network marketing uh, world, go through their path and go down their road. Uh, more in a state of osmosis than a state of intentional uh, learning. And I believe that, you know, you hear a good wisdom of the ages concept, idea, phrase, statement. One of those <laughs> concept, idea, phrase, or statement. And through internal uh, repetition is the mother of learning. So through repetition and really thinking about that particular concept idea and then taking that concept idea and implementing it in the marketplace, then it becomes part of who you are, what you're about. Uh, it becomes, it becomes solid and solidified in your heart and your mind. And you can use that concept idea principle, not just to uh, move your life and your business forward, but it, and it, it makes you a better leader as you're helping team members move down the road. And we live in a world where we, again, we have access to so much information that's coming at us all the time. We're listening and we're hearing, but we're not internalizing the, the ideas, concepts, truths, that will move our business forward. So the spells that I'm going to share with you, my idea being that if you will in, take a week, you know, cause I'm going to, I'll share one spell a week for three, four, five, six weeks. And if you will take the time and maybe listen to these podcasts a couple of times, take a couple of notes and then write, write them down and really think about them. You know, the, the hearing, the learning is, and the learning is, 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 is the teachings and the words, but the learning is in, in the silence, in, in silence being the thought processes, thinking about what you've heard and internalizing it uh, so it can provide value for you. You know, if you want to be entertained by a podcast, there's many podcasts where you can go and be entertained and laugh and cut up and do whatever you want to do. But this is about you moving forward, learning, internalizing and becoming the best you can be. 
So why magic all that? What's what's the deal? What are you? What? Why are you going down this spell? That sounds kind of weird and witchcrafty, and it has nothing to do with that. Some of you know, many of you probably don't. But uh, I was a semi-professional magician for all through high school up until my twenties, and uh, loved it, and was a magician. Doves, floating girls scarves and boxes and death barrels and all that kind of stuff uh so that was my a big 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 part of my childhood and ten, teenage years and stayed really busy uh in central kentucky there's a lot of horse parties horse farms that have huge parties and and i could do table magic table magic uh walking around at these events it's commonly called street magic today where people just walk on the streets and do magic with cards and ropes and coins and whatever. So I did that for, for, uh, all through my, that's how I made money during high school because playing sports, it was hard to have a regular job. I had to have flexibility so I could schedule, uh, different events around, uh, activities that were going on while I was in high school and uh you know it was just it was a great gig but it's something I loved I enjoyed I was fascinated by it and one summer I had the opportunity to, to tour uh with a little grocery store chain in Kentucky called IGA and they sponsored these um children's theater um events these plays uh, where basically they drive a big flatbed semi into the store parking lot in the summer, and they would do this play, the children's theater, and I was the opening act for their play. So they hired me to travel, and I got the crowd there and got people engaged and then would turn it over and they would do their, their play. So it was, it was a fascinating time, fascinating time for for me as, as a youngster, as a teenager. But magic, now years later, looking back, magic did something for me that I realized over year over the years uh, that path and what it did and how it helped me later on in business. So. The first concept, the first magic spell, if you will, that I want you to really think about this week and really wrap your brain around, especially if you're a newbie in this profession, if you've only been around three or four or five years or less, or maybe if you've been around 25 years and you haven't really, really, really grasped this concept, it's real important. It's extremely important. Uh, I've said it. A thousand times uh, since we started this podcast, uh, it, it's it's real important. I want to share with you how I the first time I remember really understanding this this reality the very first time. Um, I'm, I'm, I've been going back and I've been trying to. Uh, my wife's gone through a bunch of videos, VHSs that we've had of trainings that we've done over the years. And I was trying to remember the first time this concept idea ever came out of my mouth. 
but I remember the first time concept, the concept idea I understood at a minuscule level. And I'll just tell you the story and, and then we'll share with you what the magic spell is. This will be magic spell number one, but when I was young, I lived in a little town, Stamping Ground, Kentucky, population 400. It was like Mayberry. And, you know, I'd go all over the town and uh, walk, you know, miles and play in fields and everybody knew everybody. And it was just a different time and place. And it was awesome. It was phenomenal. I mean, I was like Opie Taylor, really. That was the environment in which I grew up. Everybody knew everybody, and it was safe, and it was cool, and just it was a great, great, great childhood. And one side of the road, um, I I could walk on in the town, but I wasn't supposed to cross the main street unless I let somebody know. So on my side of the street, there was more to do and explore than a kid could ever hope for. But but there was a little farm shop, so feed and uh, seed and farm supplies. And in that little farm sh- supply store across the street was the only place in town that had the little Cokes. Some of you know what I'm talking about, the little nickel Cokes uh, in the little small bottles, which every now and then you just had to have a little Coke, you know. So... I remember uh, distinctly uh, letting my dad know I'm going to go to over to the Demerys was the name of it, and I'm going to go get a little Coke, and then I'm going to, I'll be back home. And so I went down, walked down. I was a block from Main Street, went across Main Street, got my Coke, and usually I would walk straight back across the street up the hill, and I would be home. And I thought, well, this time I'm going to go up a block and then come up the hill because I've never really explored that much of that side of the street, that side, by myself. And I was seven, seven years old in the summer. And uh, I was walking up that side of the street and had my little, my Coke and was, you know, almost done with it. And I'm walking past this house. And it was like a duplex, an old-style brick duplex. And I knew the doctor's office was on one side. But on the other side, the door was open. And when I just kind of glanced, and it was like all it was was books, books everywhere you look. And I'm kind of going up to the door and kind of looking at the door, looking through at all these books, you know, seven-year-old curious kid. And this little lady just kind of stepped in front of the door and it scared me to death. It's like, just took, whoa. And she said, she cracked the door and she said, would you like to come in and look at the books? And I said, well, sure. And she, it was like this small room and she took me over to this corner and she said, here's all the children's books. And I, I had no idea. And I'm looking at all these different books. And she said, have you ever been in a library before? And I said, well, only at school. She said, well, this is like your school library, except you can you can choose a book and 
keep it for a week and then bring it back and get another book and you can borrow as many books as you want. And I'm looking and it's like there's some Hardy Boys books there. And I'm thinking, I've read a couple of Hardy Boys books. There was old mystery books, the Hardy Boys. Some of you may remember those. So I'm just fascinated by this. I didn't realize there was a public library. So she said, you can choose any book that you want. She said, you're Ben and Barbara Calvert's son, right? I said, yeah. So she knew who I was, and she had me fill out this little card and do all this and put my address and my phone number and get my first library card. And she said, you can choose any book you want. And I'm looking, and I'm thinking, I'm going to get the Hardy Boys books. And then I started looking around, and there was a book. It was by somebody named Bruce Elliott. And the title of the book was Magic as a Hobby. Now, probably at this time in my life, maybe I knew what a magician was, but I'm not sure that I did. I don't know that I'd ever seen a magician at that point. Uh, but Magic as a Hobby. Well, I'm curious mind, and I choose Magic as a Hobby. And then it's showing all these different tricks that you can do that you can make and and with strings and construction paper and jars and all kinds of stuff coins and i'm thinking wow this would be cool but i was still at that time really uncertain and i remember looking through the through the through the book and there was something about uh, that needed a, you needed a deck of cards to do this magic trick and I'm thinking, well, I know mom and dad have cards because they play Jim Rummy all the time and they play Rook and uh, these card games. My mom was one of six sisters and they would get together on the weekends and play Rummy or whatever. So I knew we had a deck of cards at home and I knew where they were. So I took out this book. I checked it out and I went home and I found the deck of cards and I went up in my room and I'm following the instructions. I'm reading what to do. And I go through this whole sequence as the book told me to do. And it was uh, so, it, you know, you go through this process and then you count down to this and then you do this and then you do that. And then you flip that card over and that will be the card that you're. Uh, person participant had picked it was a it was a basic now I would call it a, it's just a basic mathematical card trick it, it was all mathematical okay I'm a seven year old I can read I can read how to do it I can read what's supposed to happen I go through the process and then I flipped over the card because I acted like, okay, this I have an assistant or I have a participant. They choose a card. So I was playing both roles at the time and following through this book and reading the mathematics and what to do and how to do it. And then when I flipped the card over and it was the card, it absolutely freaked me out. I had no idea in the world how that could have happened. So I did it again. And it worked. And I did it again. And it worked. And I'm just, I feel like I have a book of witchcraft slash spells 
when you're seven years old, you really don't kind of know the difference. I wasn't really sure what was going on. And I remember uh, my sister, I had her pick a card and go through the whole thing with me. And it worked. And it, it kind of scared her. It's like, how did, how did that happen? And then I had my brother. And then I showed my parents. And my parents were like, what's this kid doing? And that was the beginning of me and magic. That was the first trick. And then after a while, I understood, you know, as I started learning more tricks in the book that weren't mathematical uh, formulas that would work for anybody that just follow the formulas. And I started to understand more about what I was doing. And then I remember when school started back that year, uh, they had a magician come and for a quarter you could go to the magic show and it was Harry Collins was the guy's name. He was with Frito-Lay. So Frito-Lay kind of sponsored this magician to go around throughout Kentucky and do magic shows for the kids at schools. And so then I really started to understand what magic and the performance of magic and what the whole thing was all about. But that first experience, uh, was kind of different and it was like my gosh my gosh you know this is a book of spells that's what i really figured out or thought when i first started in magic so spell one guys is to understand this very 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 important idea as it relates to life the world building your business developing people uh, creating wealth, uh, moving forward in your business. And the number one rule is there ain't no foo-foo dust. There ain't no foo-foo dust. There ain't no foo-foo dust. There's only proven wisdom of the ages, principles, concepts, ideas, that when internalized and implemented over time, always, always creates success. And we all understand that in today's environment, you see it every day as I do, people looking for the food food dust. They're looking for the product, the service, uh, that's going to create magical success and overrun their PayPal account with money. And we see it everywhere we look. You know, I've talked about this in previous podcasts. People are tripping over dollar, tripping over financial independence, trying to grab a few dollars. And it's just, it's sad. It's really sad. Hardworking people trying to get their, you know, their $11 commissions in their PayPal account or whatever it may be. And they are hardworking people. They, they're willing to step out of their comfort zone and they're willing to, to work and implement ideas. They're just, they're, they're just trying to implement poo poo dust into the program instead of really focusing on uh, their, their focus is on making money and not on building a real business with real customers and real team members that makes them money. So the number one concept idea that you've got to internalize 
is there ain't no foo-foo dust. Because, guys, there's a lot of people in the marketplace who write very compelling ad copy that will absolutely tell you exactly what you want to hear. And, you know, they'll let you know how miserable of a, of a, of a path that they had, how many times they failed, how many times this happened, how many times that happened. And then suddenly, you know, they rubbed the magic lamp and the genie came out and not offered them three wishes, but offered them unlimited wishes for the rest of our life. We've all heard those stories way too many times, way too many times. And the reality and the thing that we have to really help people understand is there ain't no foo-foo dust. There ain't no foo-foo dust. Uh, There's just wisdom of the ages, principles, concepts, ideas that when implemented and put into action, always guarantees success. Always. The only only question is time. How long is it going to take? That's the only question. But, but, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is it. What the mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. You got to believe it. Belief leads to action. Without without belief, you will not take action. Consistent action over a period of time will always create positive results. I could go on and on this week. I'm not going to. I want you to think about this this week. How, how many times have you bought? The foo-foo dust. How many times have you, I call it, drink the Kool-Aid. For those of you that have read the uh, book, The Seven Lies of Attraction Marketing, uh, www, what is it, 7 dash, I know you're not supposed to have a dash in the domain, 7 dash lies.com. Go check it out, guys. If, and again, ask you just have to stop sometimes and think, you know, <sighs> Here's what's not going to happen for any newbie ever. Uh, oh, and I shouldn't say never, but it will not happen for 97% of the people that attempt to make it happen. And and people telling you this is the way you make it happen. You're not going to uh, go online and try to brand yourself as something that you're not. Brand and people teach brand yourself as a thought leader, brand yourself as a whatever. Here's the only way you brand yourself do it, and then you can talk about it. But the people that are talking about it before they do it, the only people that are attracting are people that are more tainted than they are. That's it. That's the only people that's going to respond to that because there's no common sense in that lack of logic, total lack of logic total 100% lack of logic and this business is not about just getting people closed and getting people in it's about getting them in and then helping them move forward and if you're going to tell them to go out and brand themselves as a home business expert slash guru slash whatever you want to say and and that's how they're going to build their business look it's just a ridiculous philosophy and it's just it, it's worked by by for a few and unfortunately for the industry those few are very vocal they're very vocal uh if they weren't vocal then if they had they would have had no chance of ever working to begin with 
But, and again, I don't want to go down this road because it's just amusing to me. It's beyond amusing to me. You can have anything in life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. Enough other people, not a select few that, that, uh, were, uh, psychologically shifted. It's not going to happen. So, again, understand there ain't no foo-foo dust, guys. There ain't no foo-foo dust. Uh, there's reasons people make it, and there's reasons people don't make it. And you have to understand what those are for everybody. But wisdom of the ages, principles, ideas, concepts work for everybody that put them into use. I hope this helps you. I'll come back next week, and we'll talk about spell, magic spell number two. And I'll also share with you why this even became a topic. Uh, why I even decided to go down this road. Uh, and uh, I think you're going to like next week, too. Next week actually is magic spell number two. Well, we'll talk about it next week. Y'all have a great week. I appreciate you. Thanks for your feedback, your comments. I depend on it, guys, at a level that you don't understand. It gives me a deeper understanding, awareness, insight. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all your comments, uh, participation, feedback. Uh, uh, through email, through our uh, Del Cal, uh, Facebook.com forward slash Del Calvert page. Uh, if you haven't checked that out, Facebook.com forward slash Del Calvert page. Uh, I appreciate it. I need your input. Keep giving it to me, and uh, we'll keep trying to make a difference for you. Have an awesome week. If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business, and we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, wisdom of the ages training, or answers to your questions.